Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of All Fighters Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Fighters Follow Me. I'm Moff Ted. And I'm Senator Faith. So after a little stint um, of lots of new articles, we decided to, because, you know, some busy stuff going on, we waited out until the actual release of Wave 9 here. So we have our... Separatist and Clone uh, Republic, Galactic Republic uh, fleets all together? Yeah, we each got the starter set for each faction. Ted's got Old Republic, I went Separatists, and we also got a pack of the Fighter Expansion, but we haven't played with those yet. We just started off with a 300 point versus 300 point Starters. Starters set game. Yep. But yeah, we picked up yeah one of each starter set, one of each squadrons, and then the upgrade pack up, um, update. So we've been kind of paging through that and figuring all that out. Yeah. Lots of new rules, lots of cool new mechanics, and excited to start getting into them. Yeah, but we already, we already did uh, bust everything open and we played a game so we could have something to talk about. So we have a... So not only do we have a uh, hyperspace arrival, but we have an aftermath with it. We're going to kind of combine those today. So we're going to talk about the fleets that we played um, and go through uh, what's in there. And we've used exclusively the stuff in the, um, the starter set. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go first? Sure. So the ships in the starter set for the Separatists are the Munificent... And the hard and two hard cells. So I did a munificent. Munificent. Maleficent. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> munificent uh, comms frigate with. Gosh, what all did I put on there? Because I'm so much fun. I did for my commander, Kraken, who is. A kind of like strategy droid, general droid. Yeah, Kraken is, I think, I think a T-series droid, isn't he? Something like that. But he's one of the main like droid villains in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. if I recall. And he, I liked him mm-hmm. as a commander so far. Uh, his ability is once per activation... When another friendly ship is at medium-close range of the ship you're attacking, you get to change one die to pretty much any side that has just one icon. So you can do an accuracy, a hit, or a crit. You can't do, like, a double. He's, like, Screed H9 Intensify Firepower all in one. He's kind of crazy. His flexibility is pretty impressive. Yeah. I thought he was a good one to choose for just for starting out. Mm -hmm. I also put on... For my officer slot, Wat Tambor kind of lets you kind of trade in shields for engineering points. Mm-hmm. Reactive gunnery, which lets you pretty much use a ready defense token as a salvo. Yeah, it's like any other token to any be other used token. as a salvo. Uh, hyperwave signal boost, which pretty much lets you in during the squadron phase. Uh, Use the AI ability on the mm-hmm. squadrons, which we can talk about a little bit more later. I also tried out the super fancy swivel mount batteries. It's kind 
of a cool turbo laser uh turbo laser slot that is only for republic and separatist this thing would be nasty if you put it on like a mic 80 or an isd yeah akbar would go absolutely like bananas with that thing so it introduces a new token a focus token you put that on one of your uh arcs and you get a die or you get an extra die on that hull zone and then all the other hull zones get one less die yep and specifically isn't it specifically also an, a die from one of your other hull zones that you shift over to effectively oh yeah you can oh, it's add, the adjacent you, ones yep so you can add a die of a color of an adjacent sh- hull hull zone so with like your Munificent, that would allow you, even though there's no blues in the side, you could take a blue dice from the front arc and shift it to the side to get a little more reliability there at medium range. It is handy. I should have been doing that. I misread the card. <laughs> All right. And then also the uh, starter set comes with a copy of Heavy Ion Emplacements. So I just added that on Yeah. there for a nice little blue credibility. And then for some of, uh, or for my hard cells, oh, as for title, should get back to that one. I did Tide of Progress 12, which pretty much lets you uh, discard a a crit with a face-up damage. Yep, so it's a ship. With uh, a ship trait. Ship trait. So it's reverse medical teams, pretty much. It's, uh, or it's the other half of medical teams, if you could take those, which I don't know if they can. No, I don't, I don't know. Do they have, have a support check. team slot? I think so, yes. Oh, they do. So you could actually have medical team and tide of progress on there, um, and just be like the first crit you take, and maybe the second crit you take, just to be like, nah, discard nah. that. Um, I actually ended up not using the title, because I don't think you actually got any crits on me until no. it was dead <laughs> yeah well the, the i used a non-standard crit also that's true so yeah but i didn't get to use that but yeah, what's the munificence ship like though because we haven't oh. talked about that yet yeah the ship itself it's got six hull got shield armament of four on the front three on the sides and two on the back mm-hmm. command two um at least this is for the comms frigate too yeah Comms Frigate has Squadron 3, Engineering 4. The other version has uh, Squadron 2, but it has an additional black dice in the flak. Okay. But also pretty much the same. Uh, armament-wise. Ar- yeah, armament, uh, armaments on each ship. Two red, two blue at the front, three reds out the sides, and two red out the back. And flying this ship, I felt fairly comfortable because it's got similar arcs to a Mick 80 where yeah. it had those very wide side arcs. And Yeah, you're, you're pretty familiar with side arc ships and flying that. That one's a, almost a little more of a double arcer, though. Yeah, that was something I learned that... You really want to angle it so that it's got the front and a side on something. Yeah, it has, it has a super narrow front arc. It's actually the first ship where the, the front arc cuts into the side, into the front instead of into the sides. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you can be pointing like straight at something and just about and have a double arc on it. Mm -hmm. So maneuvering wise, it's a little, it's it's got some good yaw, but it's not very quick. No, it only gets up to speed too. You know, it's it almost kind of feels like like an Architens and a Pelta smashed together. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um, defense tokens? Defense tokens. You get a brace, a redirect, and a salvo. Oof. It's just fun that they're um, introducing more ships with the salvo, because that yeah. was something that came with the wave. Starhawk. Yep, Starhawk and Onager both had that, so they introduced uh, salvo in wave 8, and in wave 9 we already got uh, two more ships using it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, along with some new cards that had for fun, more salvo yeah. opportunities, like reactive gunnery. That was really... I like, locked down... In our game, I accuracied the Munificent Salvo, and Faith is just like, that's fine, I'm going to use my Redirect as a Salvo. And I'm just sitting there like, I hate this plan, but I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As for my two hard cells, I ended up doing... Uh, I gave each of them uh, a title... Because there are two titles so far that come with the starter pack. Uh, Foreman's Labor and Beast of Burden. And then I, for both of them, I did the tactical series, uh, the T-series tactical droid, which lets you spend an engineering nav or squadron command token as a command. But it has that... Um, unexhausting cost yeah. to it, which is a mechanic we can get into later. And then also on both of them I put Battle Droid Reserves, which with an engineering command lets you uh, flip a crit with a crew trait face down, and discarding face down damage cards costs one less engineering point. So. And that also has the, the pay to exhaust Pay down exhaust. Um. Yep. Um, as far as differences go, for the foreman's labor, which lets you reduce um, damage to your ship so long as you still have shields on that side. It's almost like um, expert shield techs a little bit, or like Major Drillin. Yeah. You have to have shields in it, but if you can just can damage if you do, which is really, really nice. It is nice. Um and then also on that one, I put Munition Supply, which lets you spread uh, Concentrate Fire tokens. Yeah, um, it's a little like ComsNet, but instead of um, sending whatever token you get, you exhaust it. And then you it starts with a bunch of Concentrate Fire tokens, and when you tap it, uh, when you exhaust it, um, you can send out up to all five of those Concentrate Fire tokens out to the rest of your fleet. So instead of just one ship, it's like you can do all of them, but it's only con fire. Yeah. And then a similar uh, card on the other hard cell, Beast of Burden, which is parts resupply, which does the same thing, but with engineering tokens. Yeah. Or repair tokens. Mm -hmm. um, the title, Beast of Burden, lets you pretty much spend your defense tokens to ready the defense tokens on another ship. From distance one to three. Oh yeah, you don't you didn't end up using this, but uh, let's see when you. Act I didn't. That one I had a little bit far away. I don't think I've read this one very close. 
mostly. When you activate, you may exhaust this card and spend one or more of your defense tokens to choose up to that many defense tokens on friendly ships at distance one to three and ready those defense tokens. So it has three, so you can spend your defense tokens and for each defense token spent, another ship can unexhaust one of its defense tokens, which is, yeah, that's, that's an interesting, that's a very, the Separatists kind of have a theme of, like, sacrificing one ship to make another ship better. Oh yeah, that's definitely a theme I've seen, or kind of cannibalizing your own fleet. Yeah, like Wat Tambor has that, where you can actually suck shields off of other ships to increase your own engineering value. Mm-hmm. It's like reverse projection experts, instead of being like, I'm going to give you some of my shields, he's like, no, give me your shields. Give me, give me shields. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then... So the heart cells themselves, um, they've got hull five, and for shields, three on the front, one on the sides, and two in the rear. So it's actually got kind of the same shields as like a neb B. Yeah, it's like defensively, it's basically a neb B on that until you get to the tokens. Oh yeah, but the defense tokens are a bit better than a neb B. You have an evade, a brace, and a redirect. Um, for the Transport version, you got Command 1, Squadron 2, Engineering 3, um, which is what I played in our game. The Battle Refit has um, an improved flak from one blue to a blue-black, all red dice, and um, only Squadron 1. So when you're saying all red dice, what are the dice like on the Transport version? Well, there's um, three dice... Up front, two red, one blue, and then one blue from either side. Yep. And it looks like it has some decent maneuvering. Again, it's sort of um, early maneuver heavy. So, like, you have yaw on the ones and twos, but, mm-hmm. like, at your speed three, it doesn't have a speed three click. It's sort of... Yeah, speed um, three gets a little difficult. Yeah, and I've, I've like, kind of been noticing that as a pattern. Is like, they're, the, the back end turns are a little stronger in most of the ships for these, but the, like, farther out turns... Are not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you get kind of tighter turns, but less finesse at the end, mm-hmm. which is an interesting way to do it. Um, so yeah, like the hard cells. Uh, what what are those points wise? Points wise, the transport goes for forty seven, whereas the battle refit goes for fifty two. Okay, so they're so, sort of in that medium. What's the and then what are the upgrades like? Upgrades. You've got two officers. One, uh, gosh, what's that called? Support team. Support team, and one comms. One fleet support. Yeah. Or fleet support. Whereas the battle refit has one officer. Offensive. Offensive retrofit, defensive retrofit, and a turbo laser. So offensive and, and defensive on the same. I don't think we've seen that on a small before for both. No. I think no, that's mostly on like mediums and larges. Yeah. So I'm. Kind of interested to try the battle refit because it does seem to be you kind of have the choice between the are you support or are you battle yeah and they're very different between the two reasonably so like the the doubled officer on the transports is really fascinating to me that's mm-hmm. something that we've only seen on larger huge ships before oh uh, I what can about, honestly what? say that playing with the two hard cells in the future I'd probably do one transport, one battle refit. Yeah, that makes sense to me. What was the points on Munificent? We didn't talk about the upgrades oh, last yeah. on those. Um, the Munificent 
For the comms frigate, it's 70 points. For the star frigate, it is 73. Okay. And they do have the same upgrades for both. Uh, officer, support teams. Oh, actually, no. They are different. Comms frigate has an offensive retrofit. Star frigate has a defensive retrofit. And then... And then... Ion? Ions and turbolasers. Ions yep. and turbolasers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so both cannons. So that's a that's a really subtle difference. Also, the fact that they mm -hmm. both have engine tech slots is pretty good. Um, though I would again, I would be interested to see like Tide of Progress Seven with medical teams, just to have someone be like, "Haha, crit, no, no." What? Because like, it doesn't have uh, a contain at all. Mm -hmm. So no. All right, and. Last but not least for squadrons, I just played with what was in the starter set. So, Vulture class droid fighter squadrons, which are fun little boys. Kind of like a TIE fighter almost. But uh, they've got the fun AI ability. Which, when you're attacking a squadron, if you are activated by a squadron command, you may add one die to your attack pool of a color that is already in your attack pool. So there was that def uh, that upgrade card, Hyperwave Signal Boost, that I put on the Munificent that lets you use that ability in the squadron phase rather than just in the command phase. Yeah, how much is that Hyperwave spell? Only three. Only three, but it's a pay to it's a pay to refresh though too. Yeah, so you can't use it every turn. Um, for the generic Vulture, you've got the AI, and you've also got Swarm, so you get that reroll. Mm -hmm. And they're only eight points. Yeah, they, Speed four, Paul three. Very TIE Fighter-esque. Yeah, very TIE Fighter. It's got... The, the anti-squad is really... Like, one blue, one black base is kind of eh, but then you throw in the anti-squad, and you can either... If you're shooting an ace, you can have two blue and a black mm -hmm. to lock down defense tokens with maybe, another accu with maybe an accuracy. Or you can just do blue to black and just have very reliable anti-squad, especially with Swarm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it has a red anti-ship, too, yeah. which is very dicey. Very dicey. Um, and then I also flew the Ace, Howard Chal Prototypes, if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I am. Which um, also has AI and Swarm and the same pretty much stats, but it also gets a Brace, a Scatter, and the special ability... Before an enemy ship or squadron at distance one moves, you may perform attack against that ship or squadron even if you are engaged. So it's kind of almost like an anti-grit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, keeps Which a little of that like grit and. Didn't really pop up in our game, except for actually, I think you, I probably should have. You would have had her. a shot against my um, acclimator. I think maybe twice. Maybe twice now that yeah now that we're thinking about it whoops but yeah I mean there were so many new things we were playing in this game that we we both missed a few um, opportunities with stuff so that's not surprising yeah I think next time we play I'll probably try to stick to just a few of the new upgrades yeah on the ships and then try and test them out with some old classics right yeah and I know I mean I had one or two of those pay-to-refresh upgrades, and you had a couple on each of your ships as well. Yes. And by the end of that game, we were just like, neither of us had anywhere near enough tokens for any of this, um, and we're like constantly running out of options on our ships 
And so that's something that's taking a little getting used to for, I think for new Armada players, it's good advice, but also for just, you know, um, people getting used to the, the 1.5 updates, the, the Clone Wars updates and Wave 9 here, is tokens aren't always going to be there to be able to be spent for token things. There's going to be a lot of abilities that you're going to have to be spending your tokens on, especially for clones and um, Republic, like mm-hmm. almost all of the officers and special upgrades and stuff for Clone and Republic that I've looked at that exhaust, you have to pay to get them back. And it keeps them cheap, but it puts a high tax token tax on them. Yeah. Uh, for the next couple of games, I'll probably try to stick to just one pay okay. to refresh ability Yeah. on each ship. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but it definitely made for some interesting moments where I'm like, oh, I have one Concentrate Fire Token and two upgrades that require a Concentrate Fire Token to unexhaust that I have both <laughs> exhausted right now. Yeah. Um, so, but for what I ran, I ran my um, Galactic Republic and I used an Acclimator 2 class assault ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Acclimator is the medium for the Republic, the assault ship variant is a 71-point ship. Oh, they also have these little uh, keywords on the top. So this is a clone bombard transport. We're not really sure what all that means yet, but we're still figuring out... Oh, I see. So we got, like, clone gunners can only go on a clone ship. So if I had... Um, I bet... Because, like, there's the two consulars. Mm-hmm. I think one of them doesn't have clones, so I bet I couldn't use clone gunners on those. Actually, let me go grab that real quick. Yeah, I've also got the same thing on Separatist ones where there's droid, bombard comms, droid, bombard transport, droid transport, droid transport, yes. Yeah, so I wonder if sort of there's some of those keyword matching. So, like, the Acclimator one has clone and transport. Mm-hmm. The Consular has Senate and Comms, so I, looking at it, I wouldn't be able to use Clone Gunners on the Consular class Armed Cruiser, mm. which is kind of an interesting way to go about it. But yeah, so the, the Acclimator 2, Clone Bombard Transport, I'm wondering if that means that we might have some sort of special, like, artillery weapon or some bombs or something like that for ships in the future? Maybe. With that Bombard keyword? That, that's some interesting uh, design space that they're opening. Mm. Um, but yeah... Acclimator 2, it's a 7 hull, um, 422 for shields, front, uh, side, rear. Then it's got, as the Munificent, Brace, Redirect, and Salvo. 3 Command, 3 Squadron, 4 Engineering. And those don't change at all between variants. The Acclimator 2 has blue-black anti-squad. The Acclimator 1 has double-black anti-squad, so they both are very, very capable of absolutely shredding any squadrons that come in too close. And it's uh, 71 for the 2, 66 for the 1. The 2 has 3 red, blue, 2 black out the front, um, 2 red and a black out the sides, and red, blue out the rear. So the red, blue is a pretty reliable salvo. Mm. And then the 1 has 3 red, 2 black, and then 2 red, 1 black out the sides, and 1 red, 1 black out the rear. Um... So the one is a little more limited. The two has definitely that... I mean, just throwing that blue dice out the front gives it some <clears throat> extra reliability. But they do have ways around that. They are speed three, but they turn 
very poorly. That's one click at speed yeah. one, um, one blank at speed two, blank one blank at speed three. They just are, you know, they're faster than VSDs, which is nice. Um, but they're a little less balanced on shields and have pretty similar armaments. Um, one thing I did note is they have, they both have, uh, let's see, Officer, Weapons Team, Ordnance, and Turbolaser. The two has defensive retrofit. The one has double offensive, so that thing is an absolutely uh, yeah. sweet carrier. I'll have to do a carrier build with that in the future. Um, I mean, it's basically a, a Quasar almost with a more gun. Kind of interesting how the... The one has more slots mm -hmm. for upgrades than the two. Yeah, I. They do that sometimes. Like the interdictor does that. Um, the architens has that. Yeah. That the command cruiser has an extra support team slot that the light cruiser doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, for my acclimator two though, I ran the implacable title where you can before an enemy, a friendly ship or squad. At distance one to two suffers damage. You may exhaust this card and spend up to two shields from your front hull zone to reduce the total damage by that amount. So it's a little, it's like a middle ground between targeting scramblers and projection experts, but I find kind of, the fact that it's only the front shields is really limiting. It has the most shields in the front, but it really, I mean, for a four point, for an exhaust, and the fact that you're spending shields, it feels kind of weak to me. But the, it does yeah. work on squadrons, so maybe in a like acclimator one build, if you're using it as a big squadron pusher and it's kind of oh. really in the in the thick of the squadron mm -hmm. ball, that could be really good. Um, I, I flew Obi Wan Kenobi while a friendly ship is defending when it spends a readied readied re, uh, redirect token. It may reduce the total damage by one before it suffers damage. So this is like expert shield text, but you don't have to actually. But you get to do the reduced damage and the shunt damage at the same time, which is really great. Obi-Wan's super annoying. Um, I like him. I might, <laughs> next time I think I'm going to bust out some expert shield techs on some of his ships too. Gross. Because then you can just be like, two damage, gone. I don't care if you accuracy my brace. Why would you do this to me? Um, because I like not getting hurt. I'm a wimp. All right. <laughs> and then I did hyperspace rings, um, which is a new offensive retrofit for... Only um, the Republic. Before deploying fleets, you may choose a number of friendly non-rogue squadrons up to your squadron value. Those squadrons gain scout. Scout is a new squadron keyword um, that allows you to deploy squadrons outside of the 1-2 to two range of a ship. So they can be deployed before ships go. Um, I actually used this with a couple of my V-19s to pop a couple squadrons on the table before I had to put any ships down and get a little bit of deployment advantage, which was kind of fun. Yeah, that was actually rather interesting. They yeah. Kind of just... They have to be... Um, you have to be a certain distance away from enemy stuff when you do that. Like, I think it's you have to be beyond distance five. Mm -hmm. But you, I mean, but if you're first player... Yeah, it gives a lot more flexibility. Um, and I'm, I'll be interested to see how that plays in with some of the other uh, clone squadrons that we haven't put on the table yet. And there's swivel, swivel mount batteries again. Oh, uh, one thing to mention about swivel mount batteries, they're a modification, they're eight points, and it costs a cont fire token to untap them. So when you use swivel mount batteries, unlike like early warning systems where you would exhaust it and then you'd put the chaff token on that shield mm -hmm. zone and you take, that would be obstructed. 
Swivel mounts don't change. It's your oh, yeah. your guns are fixed that way until you purposely fix uh, send them back. Which in some cases was like, hey, this is fine, and in others it was like, oh, I wish I could not lose a dice on that attack. Yeah. I also use, as mentioned, clone gunners. Clone only. Uh, when concentrate, when you're using the concentrate fire uh, command, you may discard one con fire token assigned to another friendly ship at distance one to five of the defender. Oh, it's the defender. Okay, not the attacker. Interesting. So it's more of a, like, I'm taking up on you. Like, you can flank and still use that. Okay. If you do, add one blue die set to the accuracy icon to your attack pool. So it's a four points weapons team. A uh, really reliable way, if you're conning fire, to get some uh, accuracies in there, which is, I think, going to be pretty strong with some of the other changes. I also put in Assault Concussion Missiles, which had a little alteration. And mm -hmm. Assault Concussion Missiles are normally seven points. They are now five points, but they exhaust. Mm -hmm. um, was one of the card changes that they made. Yeah. I'm personally not a huge fan of that because I really liked my double arcing kuat, just like double tapping things with assault concussion missiles. I for one love this new change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um but it, I'm not I'm not super like upset about it. It's just kind of one of those things that I was like I don't know that that was needed was really super necessary. But okay. Um, the other ships I use, though, I both, again, like you, I used both of the same for my small ships. I had two Consular class Charger C-70s, um, which is the transport that Qui-Gon and um, Obi-Wan arrive in at the very beginning of Phantom Menace when they go onto the big space donut. Ye old Corvette. Uh, droid ship. Yeah, ye old Corvette. It's a 45-point, um, four-hull... It has uh, redirect, evade, contain. So it's the exact same defense token outfit as a hammerhead. Two red, one blue out the front. Uh, two red out the sides. One red, one blue out the rear. Very flexible armament. It can really shoot pretty reliably out of any arc. And then two, two, one for shields. It is speed of four, um, which is great. It's got two yaw at one. Two yaw, one yaw at two. One, one, one at three. One blank, one, one at four. That four speed. The four speed seems is so odd. It's odd, but it's getting that first click adds so much when you're going that fast. Yeah, but just like not having a second click. That seems almost like a random kind of choice. Like, oh, you can't give them one click on all of them. So, yeah, guess this one. It's almost a raider, but then they flop the one and the two, um, which I think is probably better. Like, I would much have, rather have a, a yaw click at one than at two. Mm. And the um, charger has officer support team. So it is the only other speed four ship that can take engine techs. So you could actually do some really haul out uh, ships on that. Offensive retrofit and turbo laser. So pretty solid um, setup for a small ship of that nature. And then the Consular class, uh, what is it, Armed Cruiser, so this is the other version, is a 37 point, has a defensive retrofit and an ordnance instead of an offensive retrofit and a turbo. Um, so with a support team, that's actually pretty, could be pretty nasty. Yeah. But then it's, it's more of a, oh, that's a blue-black armament instead. So it's got two blue anti-squad. And all of the, it's got two blue, one black out the front, one blue, one black out the side, one blue out of the rear. 
Um, so it's somewhere, it's kind of in between like a Raider and a Hammerhead. Two blue anti-squad for 37 points, though, is also that really is punchy. Good. That's a great flak boat. I mean, I would be tempted to just run a, one of those. I don't even know what upgrade you throw on it. Uh, like, maybe like a Def Retro um, Reinforced Blast Doors or something like that to get a little extra hull. Yeah. And just go in and, and like gun down squadrons. Which, with the new Intel grit change, is going to be a lot more important to be able to get overlapping fields flak, I think. Oh, yeah. So we we didn't run into that in our in our game, but that is a, a change that has occurred that I'm very excited about because Intel is evil. Um, so anyway, the, the upgrades I used, I used one of the titles is the Radiant 7, where you get a support fleet support icon, but you cannot equip a weapons icon or a weapons upgrade. It's a one point, so it basically turns you into flotilla, kind of. You don't get extra guns, but it has pretty solid guns anyway. Um, and then I added the clones navigation officer, which is the, and it, it starts with a nav token. So some upgrades also start with tokens on them and then it'll say what you can use them for. So when you reveal a con fire, navigate or squadron command, you may exhaust this card to choose a friendly ship at one to five. That ship may gain one command token matching your command. And then you still get to use that command. Um, and you can spend any token to refresh this card. So this is a great... It's almost sort of like uh, Tantivy 4. Yeah. Um, and But you have to pay to refresh. Then I added... I also added Munitions Resupply. So my token support ship had two upgrades on it that it needed tokens to untap. This was not a great plan. Yeah. Um, munitions Resupply was kind of nice because I just kind of threw out tokens to everyone and then let it sit there. Um, but I think having something a little more reliably sending them out would be better in the future. Um, but yeah, I, I use that, uh, fleet support to get munitions resupply, which is a, a fleet support upgrade. The other one I put Swift Return. This is maybe my new favorite title. Swift yeah, Return was super fun. Um, during your determined course step, if you're at distance one to two of an obstacle, you may change your speed by one or increase one yaw value by one. It's like having it's like having nav teams and a token as long as a nav token as long as you're near uh, an obstacle it just gives you better maneuvering performance which let it just be a little gunboat that could nav how it needed. Um, we did play on a three by three so the obstacles were a little closer together last night. Yeah, we were just like you know what we don't feel like pulling out the whole table. Um, let's just put down a mat and just play with our little fleets. Mm. Um, so in the future that might not be as flexible, but I literally didn't ever need to nav. And I just got to, like, after the first round, I was like, I'm going to put a, put a nav on this. And then after that, I was like, I'm going to put a confire on this, and I'm never changing this dial again. <laughs> um, and part of the reason I did that is I had Clone Captain Zack, who is a new Republic-only officer, five points, while attacking from your side or rear hull zones. You may add... You, you may exhaust this card to add one die to your attack pool of a color already in your attack pool. Can't use it on Salvo. Um, you can spend tokens from this card to write it. So he starts with a Concentrate Fire and requires a Concentrate Fire token to unexhaust. Um, but yeah, this was, this was great because I was able to go up to three red on my broadside um, from that, plus a Confire. And then I had Swivel Mount Batteries as well. 
So I had three red dice just shooting out of the side of this. What was that total? I mean, it got kind of expensive. 50, 61 points for five red dice with no rerolls. I might modify that a little in the future. I could see, like, Clone Captain Zack and uh, Link Turbolasers, maybe? So it's a little more reliable. But yeah, as far as just, like, going around not needing to nab and just, like, vomiting dice out the side, that was that was very fun. <laughs> yeah, you were having a lot of fun with that. Um, very dicey, and I think, which, I mean, I'm not, I don't foresee myself playing um, Republic competitively. I think I'm still going to stick to Empire with that. But as far as just something to play around with and have a good time, just like, ha-ha, like, I'm Baby Akbar, get some... <laughs> Baby Akbar. Akbar. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, like like I said, though, I had swivel mounts, I had munition resupply, clone nav, clone captain, all over the place. I just couldn't untap half of my stuff every turn. Um, on, on exhaust. You don't want to make the Magic of the Gathering people angry. We have to call it exhausting. <laughs> um, so, and then the squadrons I used, I used Axe. Um, Axe is like... Axe is clone jam. A Axe is like generic brand clone Janors. Uh, so the base V19, and then I had three V19s. The base V19 is a speed 3, hull 5, 2 blue, 1 red, anti-squad, 1 black anti-ship, escort swarm for 12 points. So it's like an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter smashed together, and it's wonderful. It's, it's not super great at anything, but it's a very reliable ship, which I love, and they're just tough as all get out. I mean, 12 points for 5 hull, and some decent firepower against ships and squadrons. Um, I'm all about that. It could, I mean, speed 4 would be nice, but we'll live. Uh, no. <laughs> Axe, then, is, as a squadron, has a, a brace and an evade. And one of the things that came into play a lot in our game, actually, is evade has been changed. That they've made it a better defense token. <clears throat> Evades can now be used at close to close range or distance one to reroll a die. So medium and close both do the same. And then if a, the defender is larger than the attacker, when you spend your evade token, you can discard it um, to cancel another, to affect another dice. So if they're coming in and he's like, hey, I'm at black range with my quad and here's two hit crits, um, your CR90 can just be like, you know what, I'm gonna yeet this evade token and make you reroll both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually kind of happy with the evade rule change. Can't wait to use it with Aiden. Okay, Iden... maybe I'm not that excited. But, <laughs> and it's also interesting now seeing that on squadrons. Yeah. Because um, it's one you, you couldn't have on a squadron. Well, you could, but it was just like, oh, great, I can, you know, make you reroll a blue at medium range for most of the game until, but I mean, with ships with red uh, anti-squad pools now, being able to evade, it's like, hey, say they roll oh, yeah. a lucky double double hit against your ace, you can just be like, mm, no, no, cancel that. The but the other thing Axe does is before another friendly squadron at distance one, unlike Jan, who's distance two, one to two, mm -hmm. um, which is bananas. Jan's right. Jan needs to get nerfed. Um, more than just the intel change. Before another friendly squad at distance <laughs> one suffers damage during an attack. You may spend one defense token to reduce that total damage by one. Um, I had one torrent that I think you shot, like, you had to shoot it five times. Yes, because you kept reducing Because it kept reducing damage. it. 
every shot, and it was it was really great. And like, I love defensive little like reduced damage mitigation effects. So I was having an absolute ball with this, um, and I'm really interested to see how that comes into play with some of the other aces, which I think we'll talk about next episode once we dig into, you know, our ace upgrade or our squadron packs and our upgrade card packs a little deeper. Um, yeah, ultimately in our game, Ted did win. Yep, we did a little contested outpost, and Big the Galactic contested. Republic uh, saved the denizens upset outpost. Yeah, he ended up taking out my munificence yep. and my squads. Um, you 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 did pancake radiant seven. I did. Um, but yeah, the the acclimator kind of slow rolled up and got a side arc shot into the munificent after I'd been hit a couple times and. Yeah. I I just rolled a big nasty attack pull on you and. And the acclimator was limping. Yeah, the acclimator was I think about half hull. Um, Ultimately, I feel like next time, uh, you pointed this out too, the hard cells are a little bit sturdier yeah. than they're, a lot of the small ships. They're that more I've... of like a Neb B Pelta kind of feel. Yeah. Um, so you... I might have... Uh, they kind of got out of dodge a little too early. Yeah, they, they, they tried to run, and I was sitting there just pouring shots into those things, just like, why can't I kill this? You look at a small ship, and you're like, you know what? If I put a good couple shots from a other small ships and like a medium ship into that small ship, it should die. And they're just like, I'm fine. Just keep trucking. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have pretty decent engineering value. So you're able to engineer with repair with them <laughs> and uh, do a bunch of work with that. Yeah. So ultimately, I think next time I'll probably slow them down. Mm -hmm. But let them hang out in the battle a little bit longer. But yeah, the. I, I definitely found a lot of the stuff really fun to play. Um, I think my least favorite thing is like, and I understand why they do this. I'm not really mad about it, but the new they've changed all cards. So we originally had like Taros card-sized ships and playing card-sized squadrons and the little mini FFG cards for all your upgrades and damage cards. Those are all like standard playing card deck size now. Yes, all which, cards are the same size now. And having those gigantic damage cards feels really wrong. Yeah. Um, and the, the upgrade cards took up a ton of space, which is something that we'll just, like, get used to. It's just an adjustment thing, right? Yeah, but ultimately... But it was, like, looking down and being like, oh, my one small ship with three upgrades on it took up, like, ten inches of table space. Yeah, ultimately I understand why they did it. It is a, kind of a cost-saving mm -hmm. strategy. And and ultimately, doesn't make a huge difference. I'm mm -hmm. sure we'll get ways. You know, people are going to start making little three D printable card set stuff mm -hmm. in in short order. I'm sure. And uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, most of the most of the one point five changes, like the the evade change, mm -hmm. was really nice. We didn't end up using pass tokens because it was even numbers. Yep. So that's something we can experiment with in the future. Yeah, maybe maybe what? next time we want to run something a little more like larger, like MSU versus a couple more like a big ship fleet kind of deal. Yeah, we could. Um, one thing I know I want to experiment with is more of the squadrons mm -hmm. with separatists because with the AI ability, and it looks like they've got some pretty cool squadrons. Uh, I just want to swarm. 
swarm of little robot boys yeah. coming at you. Yeah, you're going to get that sort of TIE fighter feel where I'm getting more, like, the Republic squadrons are a lot more, I feel like, the rebel squadrons. Mm-hmm. Um, but their ships are a little more imperial-ish. Yeah, there's kind of an interesting there's, there's mix, mix and match. Well, mix it's and like, match. Yeah, I got, like, a Victory Star Destroyer and then CR-90 question mark mm-hmm. for mine, and then you got, like, a Pelta 10s. Munificent's also, like, kind of like an assault frigate in the Pelta, almost, like, mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> And then the uh, hard cell is sort of like a weird mutant nebby mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, you kind of almost have uh, Republic ships, but with Imperial squadrons for yeah. the Separatists, which mm-hmm. will be interesting to play with. Yeah, it's been fun. So, but yeah, we will uh, definitely let you guys know how those go. I did post pictures in the, I think, on the battle report section. Um. I'll double-check. I, I know I posted them on Crabox Discord. I th- might have posted them on the General, but I can double-check. Um, also, the models look great. Oh, yeah. The, the models look gorgeous. Really cool. it's, it's a really nice model. I was I was actually most impressed, I think, by the hard sell, because I was like, that's this goofy-looking egg ship. With the paint job on it, like, the color scheme they chose is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. But I love just looking at the Munificent. It's got this really cool kind of insect-like yeah, very buggy. look to it. I get stepped on someday by like a bigger, cooler ship. You mean your white pizza? Um, I was gonna say a star destroyer, not an Alfredo pizza, but yeah, the Alfredo yeah. pizza is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> cool. I, th- I think that's all for today. So yeah, we'll we'll get more um, more experiences with our fun Clone Wars uh, expansions for it, and mm-hmm. um, get back to you in the future. Yeah. Until then, I'm Senator Faith. And I'm off dead. May the force be with you.